If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Some areas of our country are doing very well. Others are doing less well. It will probably, unfortunately, get worse before it gets better. From this evening, I must give the British people a very simple instruction. You must stay at home. We can no longer, from today onwards, be proud. We can no longer sit back and remain silent on the senseless, unlawful killings, sly racism of another human being based only on what? Their skin colour. We are worried that uh, the Chinese Communist Party make use of the evil law to further suppress Hong Kong people. This is all wrong. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. Yet, you all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? Hi everyone, and welcome back to Where We Are with Nina Zoe Porter. Your breakdown of all the key events in the world from the past seven days, all in one bite-sized podcast. For today's episode, here's what happened in the world this week. Hey, hey, Wolf, yeah, some tear gas uh, was deployed here in the past few minutes. That's why you're seeing these people uh, coming down, the sort of last stragglers, really, who are here left at the capital. We've seen thousands of people move off the lawn uh, in the past few hours, and they've all been telling us how proud they are, how proud they are to be a part of this mob. On Wednesday, rioters in support of outgoing US President Donald Trump swarmed the Capitol building in Washington, D.C., forcing officials to order lawmakers to shelter in place and halting sessions in both the House and Senate. Congress was meeting to confirm President-elect Joe Biden's Electoral College victory. What started as a protest turned into a riot, leading to chaotic scenes. Five people died during the violence, including one woman who was shot inside the Capitol. The acting Metropolitan Police Chief, Robert Conti, said in a statement that the woman was shot by a Capitol Police officer after breaching the Capitol and attempting to enter the House chamber. Later, she was transported to a local hospital where she was later pronounced dead. Currently, the shooting is being investigated by MPD's Internal Affairs Unit, which is responsible for investigating all officer-involved deaths in Washington, D.C., even those involving other agencies. World leaders have condemned the violent scenes in Washington. Many leaders called for peace and an orderly transition of power, describing what happened as horrifying and an attack on democracy. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson condemned the disgraceful scenes on Twitter, arguing, the United States stands for democracy around the world and it is now vital that there should be a peaceful and orderly transfer of power. 
Further, the UK former Foreign Secretary, Jeremy Hunt, said it was shameful. We've never had moral leadership from President Trump, and it's very worrying because so many countries around the world take their lead from what is happening in America, and I think he has shamed American democracy, um, and we have to call it out for that. The incident was the first time that the Capitol building had been breached since the War of 1812. And next. Uh, the people of, the, uh, of our countries now want us to, to focus on. They want us to be sure that we're beating the pandemic together and discussing how we'll never have a repeat of what we've seen, but also that we're building back better. This week, world leaders have gathered in Cornwall in the southwest of England to begin their talks at the G7 summit. The G7, Group of Seven, is an organisation made up of the world's seven largest so-called advanced economies, including the USA, the UK, France, Germany, Canada, Japan and Italy. Global coronavirus vaccinations and climate change are due to be the focus of the summit between the leaders of the seven nations. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson says leaders around the world need to move forward to ensure they do not repeat the same mistakes as in the last 18 months. He also said the world needs to build back from the pandemic together. And building back greener and building back fairer and building back more equal and uh, how shall I, more, in, in, in a more gender neutral and perhaps like a more feminine way. How about that, apart from anything else? The UK has announced it will donate at least 100 million surplus coronavirus vaccine doses within the next year. US President Joe Biden also made similar promises. And today, we're taking a major step that will supercharge the global fight against this pandemic. In my direction, the United States will purchase an additional half billion doses from Pfizer, Pfizer vaccine, that will donate nearly 100 low- and lower-middle-income countries. They will be the beneficiaries. After private talks between the UK and the US, Boris Johnson called US President Joe Biden terrific and said the US-UK alliance is an indestructible relationship. Seven people have been arrested after two vehicles were stopped and searched about three miles from the G7 summit venue. At least 500 climate protesters have joined a parade in St Ives. More than 5,000 extra police officers on top of 1,500 from Devon and Cornwall are working around the summit. We'll be back with a third story from the world this week after this short break. If you guys love this show, I've got something else that you're going to love. The late John Lewis famously said, Democracy is not a state, it is an act, and each generation must do its part. Today, populism, extremism and disinformation are short-circuiting our democratic institutions, and the consequences are dire. So what can you do about it? Join historian Will Hitchcock and media scholar Siva Vardianathan on their podcast, Democracy in Danger. Each week, they speak with brilliant minds and untangle the many threats the US and the world are facing. Find Democracy in Danger on your podcast app or visit dindanger.org. That's D-I-N-D-A-N-G-E-R dot org. Or just look up Democracy in Danger wherever you get your podcasts. 
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The Taliban have captured major border crossings with Iran and Turkmenistan in a sweeping offensive across northern Afghanistan, officials say. The militants say they seized two key border towns, Islamkala near Iran and Turgundi bordering Turkmenistan. Video footage appears to show Taliban forces taking down the Afghan flag from the roof of a border customs office. The Taliban are rapidly retaking land across Afghanistan as the US-led mission removes the last of its troops. Taliban officials say their fighters have taken control of 85% of territory in Afghanistan, a claim impossible to independently verify and disputed by the government. Other estimates have put the amount of territory the Taliban controls at more than a third of the country's 400 districts, including an arc of land from the Iranian border in the west to the frontier with China on the other side of the country. The Americans earlier this week quietly departed from Bagram Airfield, a sprawling base that was the centre of US operations in Afghanistan and once held tens of thousands of troops. US President Joe Biden defended his administration's decision to withdraw from Afghanistan after 20 years of war. And when asked about his view on the Taliban, this is what he said. Will you amplify that question, please? Will you amplify your answer, please, why you don't trust the Taliban? It's a silly question. Do I trust the Taliban? No. But I trust the capacity of the Afghan military, who is better trained, better equipped, and more more competent in terms of conducting war. Yes, ma'am. Peace talks between the Afghan government and the Taliban continue, but the talks have regularly stalled and failed to progress significantly. So, you're all caught up. That's where we are in the world this week. Be sure to listen next week to stay up to date on the latest news around the world. Search Where We Are with Nina Porter on all podcast platforms and subscribe today to get new episodes first. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.